Okay, so today I'm going to talk about a topic, my interpretation of the Babel Tower. And that it can be a, a you can use it as a, as a natural therapy. So there was something interesting that happened in Babel when all the societies were working together. There was a moment in the planet when we were we were able to communicate with everybody. So a friend of mine, he was saying, yeah, you know how, how the languages started. And he says it, it started from Babel. And I say that, you know, there was just one language and then the um the gods or God said let's let's mix them, right? And I say, what about if I tell you another version? And he was like, okay, tell it to me. So this is my version of the Babel Tower. Is that um, humans, we were able to communicate in any language, even telepathic language. So that's why our connection, it was so strong that we were able to reach God. Because we, we had these amazing powers physically and mentally or meta- metaphysic that is that is known as metaphysic you know the the power of having telepathy or or to communicating by just censoring and stuff like that and that's proved like i wonder if anybody who is listening um have been thinking in someone and through two or three seconds after this person poop reach out to you and they contact you right so I was telling him, if you listen to a different language talking, you can even understand some things. And we start talking about the genetic DNA and how it, how did it still has an impact on us. Like I was mentioning him, you know, sometimes I do have an attraction for Italian language. I hear... Um, Mediterranean language and I just feel attracted to it immediately you know like um, I'm like why oh, like this so much right or why I enjoy this food so much and so I was talking with this person and and he started mentioning about how he went to Kenya and the pe- one people in the village said welcome home and he was like why this guy is telling me welcome home and then the person say because you're Kenyan and a few days later he does the DNA exam and and yeah completely real he was from Kenya too his his ancestors and I remember I did like um when I was in El Salvador I did like the the Hebrew listening to Hebrew a lot so I started looking for classes for learning Hebrew a little bit and that's when I get a little mixed up with the Torah and the Kabbalah, um, basic knowledge, right? Um, but what I want to say is that um, going back to Babel, I said to him, it was not like that. What a, this is my interpretation, and I believe it was not like that. We humans have the capacity and realize that we were able. It was over, over races. It was it was nothing about races. We were, we were, um, we were able to communicate to every race. 
because we did had we did understood the power for us humans you know uh, that we can connect with everybody so somebody said no you guys cannot connect that's a lie that's a lie and once one start believing that is a lie then that's when the races believed that it was hard to communicate you know and it was it was hard to understand each other's or you we cannot relate and that's that's the big uh, lie so like i was saying um big things that have happened in humanity is that we stop believing our capacities as humans to to live in this land you know we start believing that we have to die and our dna is mortal now but uh, but um they have found science that the the cell and the human cell or the animal cell it can live forever but it's dying you know it's dying so we have our consistency to to survive even without food or or water just by the energy of the sun you know some some buddhists uh, some buddhists have practiced this over and over to to hold to hold it to live from air to live from water to eat of course uh everything that the nature give us there are some things that are poisonous but what if what if we believe that everything it's it's there for us you know it's it's there for us it it nurture us and uh, existence survive so what i'm saying is that what if what if the story was not like that the capacity of humans was so strong that we were able to connect, connect with everybody just even by talk without talking why and i was telling him we still communicate like that like our our 76% is body language and we don't need to contact talk to anybody like every race we understand each other deep down so this is our fallacy of of believing that um we cannot connect we are entities that we can interrelate even you know if you observe plants sometimes how they talk to each other and i was i i do like sometimes i remember i was walking with my kids one day and there are people that talk to plants you know like plants talk to them and they have a big conversation <laughs> everything but what i'm saying is um when humanity start believing that do, we do can communicate with everybody it doesn't matter what color what race what what language you speak that's when it makes us powerful and there are some other entities around us who makes us believe that we have limits but our brain is limitless so we start talking i'm talking maybe nonsense stuff to you but if it does make sense this also can help you for therapy 
to enjoy languages. Um, there, I remember I had a friend of mine. They, they were in El Salvador. They never heard El Salvador before. But the funny story is that um, this group of Germans, they were interested in learning the language. And as soon as they, they came to the country, they started practicing. They didn't have another option. So in a period of six months, they were speaking the language with no problem, you know, because of the immersion of being around the culture and everything. They had to learn. And um, why? Because we are multilingual people. We are multilingual. And if you're your mindset, who makes you believe that you cannot, um, you cannot communicate with others, and, is, and that was the moment. To me, that was the moment where humans um, stopped believing in metaphysic, um, metaphysic and as well, you know, the capacity of human brain to develop or to learn different languages. So what I want to say is that that's my theory of the Babel Tower, as well as the uh, rich, you know, like Jeff Bezos really needs to be a trillionaire. I mean, and... And something that my philosophy teacher said once, his name is Ennio Giulietti. Ennio Giulietti, wherever you are, if you hear this, shout out to you. Thank you for your learnings and your, and your ideas. We were talking about Plato and we were talking about the Ciudad de Sole, if you have read that book. Um, and he said, do you think you can be completely rich? And I will explain it why. He was talking about the fact of um, you can be the richest man. You can buy your own land, live in, I don't know, uh, Thailand, buy a big land, stay there, and have a beauty and everything, right? But when you go back to the city and you see, you go and you go to a restaurant, you can eat in the best restaurant in the world, he said, and you can be eating your great restaurant at the window looking outside but suddenly a homeless goes and at your door at your window I'm sorry at your window and look at your piece of meat and you see him that bothers you in any situation if you are greedy it's gonna bother you in the fact of you saying oh my god I don't wanna oh my god this guy is is, is looking at my food right or it's going to bother you in an empathy way where you will say, I feel sorry for him. So you won't eat happy. You won't eat happy. Why? Because you cannot be completely happy seeing somebody hurting outside. And that's when rich have to understand that the abundance you have in your life is for you to help your community that is going to make them rich that is going to make you richer so just the fact imagine a factory right now we see factories and 
and we see even slavery, right? And and we see people a slavery. The oh, the less I pay for my employer, the more money I get in my table. And the the more people I see drug addict and and unhappy. It doesn't matter because it's a slavery, and the happier I feel for me, because I'm I'm making all this money from pharmaceuticals or whatever, right? But the truth is, even if ha- they have offered you a passport in the most fiscal free lands, living with the when you're gonna turn your your TV and see all that in the news. There will be something. There will be a feeling. Maybe of happiness. Maybe of sadness. I don't know. But um, what I'm saying is the capacity of humans to understand that the more you help others, the happier you will be in this planet. It will change your mind. And contribution, of course, supports societies a lot. But um, I do believe that's why it's all related. You know, it's all related. The way we human has to change. The way we, we perceive life, you know. All these races, we, we are one. It, yes, it's true. We have done so many stuff wrong. But it's not about putting, putting another one down. It's about forgiving and building up building up all of us together, like um, numbers and statistics. You know, I was talking about we're, we're destroying animals, we're destroying everything. What about if we start reproducing animals, if we start reproducing plants? It will be a different thing. The desert will really bloom. That The desert will really bloom, it means also the way human society have worked um, till, till history, it can start changing if we really start taking care of, of all of us. So that's, that's my interpretation about the Babel Tower when we were all connected so good, when there was no, no these really stupid arguments about my language is better, my, 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 no. Because we, we, we were multilingual. And, and he said to me, you really believe that? And I said, yeah. And he's something who is Christian, so I was telling him, yeah, why do you think when Jesus goes and then in the act, his apostles start talking multilinguages. They were multilinguages. They say they start talking angelical word, angelical languages, and also they were able to be understood by any any race, any color. It was really interesting that part of the Bible. And I say, you know, like the the figure of Jesus. It was not. To me, Jesus became, for me, um, the image of Jesus and what the Bible talks 
something that has been ruining the world has been the word. Like what you pronounce is what is coming, what is going to happen. So we have been, the scene to me has been saying things wrong. And I say religious, that's why he, he comes as a, as a half human, half, half, half uh, God, right? To this planet and say, look, you guys have been fucking it up. You guys have been saying things that are not true, doing things that are not true, uh, separating, separating, separating humans, and the fact of you guys saying these things it just puts you away from the, from the, from the unnameable. You know, the the God that you cannot pronounce because it's like the air. You know, it's it's, it's something like air like breathing that's the the power that we have on us and um and and that's the interesting part where where he comes and he he's not talking about a material world like i'm not here to to stop poverty i'm not here to stopping that i'm here to to changing the way you guys have been saying it. The the fact of have creating this idea of the scene, that's a lie, you know, and I'm here to break in it. And I'm here to break in it. Because even my creation is part of this. I created this for a reason, this way. So that's when the lie is over. The lie is over because I'm, I'm the one who's bringing... The peace. I'm the one who's bringing the real truth. We are eternal. We are eternal. We use we use bodies, but we are eternal. And that's why um, I was talking with him, and I say, if you imagine there is a physical world, right? But there is also metaphysical world. That when we can communicate through through thoughts, and you can see it, because when you we still have that power we haven't developed it that's the only thing but but we do have it and that's our metaphysical word and i say to to my friend what about if i tell you when you go to sleep you just go in a different in a different way in a different space uh, using your energy right and you come back to this body you continue with this with this with this uh, planet but uh, but I want just to say you know just think it as a crazy stuff that I'm saying right now okay um, and what about if if, um, if that's that's the same teaching of the Buddha you know you can I will come back I'll come back maybe in another body. I don't know when. I'll come back. My energy my energy is going to be around floating. I'll come back. But I said to my friend that something that whoever, even if you believe that, you know, the story of Jesus is fake, that, I said, that was an amazing script writer for me that I'm a filmmaker. I'm like, that's an amazing script writer. Like the figure of Jesus having multi multi figures that's an amazing story i mean whoever you created that story 
it was amazing. And if it was different, different readers with the same story, let's like say that was the Disney Corporation before, amazing writers, amazing writers that, that people haven't, haven't been able to, to relate with because I was telling him well uh, look at for example Romeo can Romeo be my savior and Romeo is one of the most beautiful plays of romance you know but can Romeo we can portray as Romeo as a savior as a savior of love right but as a surfer as a as a vampire as a, a stuff like that but if you try to relate everything You can personalize, like, a sort of, yeah, like the character of, of Jesus is so multifacetical that is so attractive. And I say, so imagine, imagine whoever invented, and let's say they took it from another stories, right? Like, they took it from the Egyptians, they took it from this. The Egyptians believe, well, you know, we're going to put all this in their, in, their, in their tombs, so they will use it in the future. They will use it in the other life. Um, but, but they invent... Let's pretend that the idea of Jesus is fine, if it's false. They invent the idea of Jesus dying, and at his third day, he comes and his energy is so powerful that he's able to regenerate his body and take over his body, something that the other masters haven't done. That he became like, whoa, really? We can even... So it's not the Buddha lesson where, where you go until you reach the nirvana. It's because it's, you go and in different lives. But this one is ultra mega superpower. I'm sorry. It's like so, Kamehameha, you know, like Kamehameha. Uh, when it tells you, no, the, the human power or the, the power that I have given you is so amazing that you can re regenerate your body if you believe it. You're able to come and regenerate your body. And he say, oh, because he's, he's our master. He's our, and I say, yes, but he came here to teach you how amazing the, the metaphysic and body can do. Your body and your mind can overcome. And can we reach that place? That's the challenge. Can we reach that place? And that's why in languages, um, I said to him, do this, try. Go, go in, the, in the hardest. And that's a, that's a therapy that, that, that's what I have done. One, one time I did that. I did like it a lot. Do this challenge. Where you go and sit down on a place that you have never been, like um, let's say a Chinese store, right? I am a Latina, so I speak solo Espanol. No, I'm not, no hablo solo Espanol. I, I speak few tiny different things of other languages. And go sit down in the middle of, of I had that, okay, I'm gonna tell you guys my, my, my opportunity. It was that I was challenged to go to, um, I was going in my gym. <laughs> Now that is closed, my body <laughs> knows it. Um, and I sat down at the sauna and there were just Asian girls there. 
And so I sat down and I say, I just want to listen. What are they saying? And there was a moment I just closed my eyes for a little bit and just listened the words, listen the words. And a few minutes after, I was able to understand what they were talking about. And, and um, I said to them, so I reply in English something, and they start laughing, and they say, you understood what we were talking? And I say, yeah. Um, but what I'm saying is we all humans have that capacity to understand others. But we have in our DNA such the world know or, or they don't understand you. They don't know. Yes, we do know. We are one. Um, and that's what it puts us apart, that what it separates us. And I hope, I don't know if I'm going to be able to see a different world where we all don't want to put anybody down. We just want to lift each other in economics, in finance, in education, in, in progress. And, and not just humans, also we have to take care of this plan, planet. And then the desert will bloom. And then the desert will bloom, and that's for um, my Jew community. They know what I'm talking about when I say my, the desert will bloom. The desert has to bloom. So don't think that you just speak one language. We're multilingual, and it's the capacity of the brain to be able to communicate. Um, yeah, that's all.